You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 2020 ESPN. Worst year ever. Off and running on this, uh, what, Thursday, March 12th? What day is it? Where are we? Hey there, what's going on? Yeah, nothing here either. Just a regular little routine day. Just a regular old Thursday. Yeah, right. Whatever what, whatever will we talk about today, right? I mean, what is there to discuss over these next 60 minutes before Golik and Wingo come your way? We can simply look back to simpler times when we could focus on the crappiness of the Knicks or the failed plans of Dave Gettleman or the Yankee injuries. Oh, what the halcyon days those were. Well, we got plenty to talk about because last night was the night the uh, country changed. Really was. And now we're kind of left to figure out what could be the next step. And tough to do that when you're dealing with an unprecedented situation. Of course, the number, you know, that you know. That stays the same. 1-800-919-ESPN. On Twitter, I'm still at Gordon Damer. You might still be ignoring it, but I am still at Gordon Damer. Same on Instagram. I know you're ignoring that one. Talk about a small group of people. That's the Instagram followers for me. And the daily poll question, that is up and running. Nothing stops that train in the words of Heisenberg, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So where to begin? Well, we begin with a deep breath. Let's start there. When I come in in the morning, right, I get up, get out of the house, grab my coffee, drive in. I don't see anybody. Until producer Brian comes in a little shortly after I do. And the only person I see is the security guard downstairs. Now, most days it's this guy, Dennis. And Dennis is one of the guys that I see that we have, you know, we have a little bit of a conversation. Usually, Dennis is great. Dennis is the best. Usually it's something small. Is it raining out there? What are the roads like? Something trivial. This morning, I get into the building, use the security car to get in, beat myself in. And there's this little small silence between I, Dennis and I. And then all of a sudden, he simply uh, blurts out, well, all hell's broke loose now. <laughs> and that is definitely, in the words of Dennis, that is definitely the way things feel with the events of last night. Now, you might just be getting up. You might just be getting rolling 502 on a Thursday, thinking to yourself, well, what happened last night? Well, where to begin? Last night, I guess where you begin is with the scene at the Jazz and Thunder game. Jazz and Thunder getting set to, to play. When all of a sudden, I think it was the Jazz head trainer, rushes to the court, talks to the referees, and there's this delay. And you're thinking, well, what's going on there? Is it a medical situation? Is there some sort of emergency inside the building? Next thing you know, players sent back to the locker room, and an announcement is made. The game tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. And take your time in leaving the arena tonight and do so in an orderly fashion. Thank you for coming out tonight. We are all safe, and you can visit OKCThunder.com for updates on upcoming games. Yeah, I'll really hop on the internet for that. You know, I'm going to be hopping on Thunder.com really quick. It's amazing, two things. A, 
Nothing makes you feel less safe than someone on a public address system saying, you're all safe. Everything's well. Remain. It was like uh, Kevin Bacon. Remain calm. Remain calm. All is well. All is well. And people in the background reacting to the news, taking it in stride. Listen to the people in the background. The game tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. Ah! And take your time Why? in leaving you here tonight and do so in an orderly fashion. Thank you for coming out tonight. We are all safe. And you can visit OKCThunder.com for updates on upcoming games. There are upcoming games. So you're thinking to yourself, wow, what the heck is going on? Then, shortly after that news comes down, what are you going to do, right? You're you're trying to find out information. You're wondering, if is this associated with the coronavirus? What's going on? So you hop on Twitter, which probably is not a good idea, but in terms of getting some information, it's what you got. Then you get the news. Tom Hanks, American icon, Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, I guess they're are they filming a movie in Australia. They're in Australia. They announce they hadn't been feeling good for a little while. They have been diagnosed with Corona. And I don't remember, Brian, if we had this conversation on the air or not. Sometimes it, 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 the line is kind of blurred. But what I was saying was, you know, for, for people to really take this seriously, you need almost a famous person to come down with this. So the people step back and, whoa. And it's hard to come up with a bigger per Who's more famous than Tom Hanks? Kind of hard. That's a small group of people there. That's even smaller group than my uh, Instagram followers. What, Oprah? I mean, there's not that many people that uh, are more famous than Tom Hanks. Then, I think shortly after that, this I'm giving you the timeline the way I found it. I don't know if this is the exact timeline. The president comes out, announces that all travel to Europe has been suspended for 30 days, Great Britain notwithstanding. And then you get the announcement that Rudy Gobert has tested positive for corona. So that kind of makes sense that they would shut down the game in the fashion that they did. But it was shortly after that that you get another announcement that the NBA has decided to suspend the season following the games that were taking place last night. You'd already gotten news that some games are going to take place without fans. But now the NBA has taken the uh, really the unprecedented step of shutting down the season for the time being. And you can understand why. Last night, I mean, there's no other way to put it. In terms of the corona story, last night was the biggest night, especially for sports fans, but I think for the country in general, right? You get the the Jazz Thunder game. You get Tom Hanks. And then you get the NBA season being suspended. Any thought of living life as normal while this goes goes on around us is kind of out the window, at least for now. Now, we've been through bad things before, right? People will bring up other times that we've gone through things and games were either suspended or 
put off for the time being. This one is not really like those ones because it's really impossible to predict. There's no blueprint. And considering how it feels like it has escalated so quickly. I mean, think about where we were 24 hours ago. It really does feel like the world is completely different. Adrian Mojnarowski on SportsCenter last night saying how it's just shocking how quickly things turned with that game and with the NBA season in general. Shock and, and really how quickly this escalated from a phone call, a teleconference earlier today between the league office and the board of governors, essentially the owners, where I was told somebody on the call actually brought up the idea, should we just suspend play and stop and and they were told no we we that's not necessary that's a step we don't have to discuss yet and and the the expectation among owners was that uh, and the league office was tomorrow Adam Silver would announce that games would be played without fans in the arena and that all changed this evening with Rudy Gobert and now you're hearing from other teams, agents, players who've been in proximity of Rudy Gobert now who want to go and get tested. Um, this is going to be a story, obviously, that keeps unfolding and raveling uh, as we move forward. But um, this is for the NBA and I think all of professional sports. Um, this, this is uncharted territory. All right. So, I mean, I think a lot of people will say today the NBA made the right decision. And they will give the NBA credit for making the decision that they did. I really feel like the NBA made the only decision they really could. This was not about being proactive as much as it was just being reactive. You had a player on a team at an arena last night with what is a highly infectious disease, which is gripping the country, gripping the world right now. What else could you possibly do? You know, it was a fine first step. It seemed like a reasonable step at the time to say, you know what, we'll play this game or that game or maybe even all games like the NCAA tournament did without fans in the building, right? Cut down on what you can cut down on in terms of interaction between crowds. But that seems pretty clear now like a half measure when a full measure is what is probably going to be necessary. And once you get to the stage where players themselves are infected and the fact that we're already there, keep in mind, in terms of what it feels like this story is is, is blown up here and it has, but even as of, I guess, an hour ago or so, the, the, the number of documented cases in the country is still only about 1,200, 1,200 in the entire country. Now, clearly, that number is going to go up. Clearly, more people have it than just that 1,200. But to think that we've gotten to this stage already where a, a professional athlete has been diagnosed and almost certainly more will be is kind of surprising. It was going to happen. Looking back now, it's clear to say it was going to happen at some point. But we're already there. So I'm sure that there will be still some, although I think this group is dwindling, of people who will say this is an overreaction. You have to keep the numbers in perspective. You have to keep the uh, the, 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 the real world numbers in, in, in your mind and not just give in to the fear and give in to the 
into the hysteria, which is still, I mean, there is still certain uh, an aspect of that. And there will be others who will say, well, you know what? The NBA waited too long. They should have shut down already. I think both criticisms are unfair. When you say it's an unprecedented situation, it's hard to be on top of an unprecedented situation. You're kind of going with what the information is at the time. And now you kind of have to wait and see what the next step is. NCAA tournament is certainly going to be one. They've already announced they're going to play without fans. But the NBA was going to play some games without fans, and that went out the window pretty quickly. The NHL looks like is not going to suspend their season, at least so far. But, you know, I was watching when I walked in this morning, the Ranger game was still on. The replay of the Ranger game was on here in the studio. And they have a shot, I guess it was after the game, of fans leaving the arena. Where is that, Colorado they were playing last night? And they're coming down the escalator, and they're all jammed. You know you, you know the scene when team people are leaving a building. Everybody's lo- They're all standing right on top of each other. And when you're talking about a global pandemic, you look at it through that prism, and you're not supposed to be around people. It makes you wonder what the next steps, and there are clearly going to be next steps. So coming up, we will uh, get into what the next steps uh, should be, are going to be. The poll question is up for today. And it is simply, right, the NBA has shut down the season for the time being. It's being suspended. How long do you think it will be suspended for? A, couple of weeks, right? That's the the quarantined time for, for people, right? A couple of weeks, 14 days or so. Do you think it'll be just a couple of weeks? Do you think it will be a month? Do you think it'll be until June 1st? Or do you think the season will be canceled entirely because, look, if this goes on for a certain period of time, even if you were to start the playoffs right away when you get back, there's going to be a time where it's going to be impossible to just squeeze everything into a short period of time with the following season coming up right behind it. All right, so uh, last night, certainly a uh, kind of life-changing moment kind of night. And maybe you have not seen the video of Mark Cuban when the announcement came down that the NBA had decided after the games that were taking place last night to suspend their season. And uh, it is shocking just how quickly things change, right? You have the Thunder and Jazz getting set to tip off. Everybody's in the arena. Everybody's ready to go. And all of a sudden you get this uh, announcement that the game has been called off for the night. No announcement at the time given for why that is, but I think most people were kind of putting two and two together, and uh, it was already known that Rudy Gobert was out because of an illness, so it didn't take long to to get the, the pieces put into place. And here's Adrian Wojnarowski on SportsCenter about the plans moving forward for the NBA at this point. Well, uh, Mark Cuban told uh, reporters in Dallas, according to our Tim McMahon, that teams are allowed to continue practicing. They can stay together uh, and keep working. Uh, But, you know, I think for right now, and even yesterday in conversations I was having uh, around the league about how they were going to move forward, you know, the thing that kept coming back was there still had been so little testing done uh, in this country, around the league, that they didn't know what this was going to look like in a week, two weeks. Well, it's a day later, and now we have our first player, Rudy Gobert, who has tested positive 
for the coronavirus. And listen, he may not be the last. And so, uh, for the league right now, they've got to get, um, uh, players are certainly going to get tested, uh, who have, you know, whether it's on the, on the, uh, jazz, on opposing teams, I'm already hearing from agents tonight, uh, whose players on, on other teams want to get te- tested. And so that's going to move forward here. But I do know this. There's still a feeling around the league tonight that this league will, re- this season will resume at some point, but clearly it's going to be a truncated schedule. Yeah, I mean, these games are almost certainly going to be canceled, right? Like, there's only so much time. And the poll question, which is up for today on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is about how long do you think the season will uh, be remain suspended? Is a couple of weeks, a month, uh, until June 1st, season will be canceled? Well, I don't think the season will be canceled, but it's impossible to say for sure, right? Like, 24 hours ago, the poll question was, will any games be canceled? And I was thinking more in lines of NCAA tournament games, maybe the playing, something along those lines, not the entire NBA season being suspended. So it's amazing how quickly the story has changed in just 24 hours. So I can't tell you for sure the season being canceled is completely out of the realm of possibility. I would think listening to people, and it's tough to know, right? Like, first off, it's an it's an unprecedented situation, and then you're hearing so many different points of view that it's kind of hard to know what really, like, how bad is it? Is it DEFCON, the highest DEFCON, whatever that is? DEFCON 1, I think it is, right? Is DEFCON 5? I always screw that up. Whatever the highest DEFCON is, is it at that level? Is it? Be careful, but, you know, kind of carry on with the routine life. I would say if I was sitting here right now, I would think that it's at least a possibility. I think the most likely scenario is it's at least a month. It's not going to be a couple of weeks, I don't think. I hope it is. God, that would be amazing if it's only a couple of weeks. But it feels like with everything happening as fast as it did last night, that it is kind of a situation that's spiraling out of control. Now, it's not so far. But that is kind of the predictions right now that it's going to it's going to get a whole lot worse, which you'd have to expect. Right. Nobody's really been doing anything to curtail the virus up until this point. Up until the last couple of days. So, yeah, it's going to continue. The numbers are going to continue to rise and how high they rise. Well, I guess that remains to be seen. I guess if I had a vote, I would feel confident that by June 1st, the season will be back. And in what form? This season will be, will it be, you know, just a couple of games before the playoffs? I I don't know. It's tough to say right now, but I feel confident by June 1st, the season will be back. And that's saying something considering what, what did I say it was today? March 12th? That's a long, that's a long time to be going without games. And now you kind of have to wonder if it's important to cut down on any unnecessary interactions with people. And this, Last night was a terrible night for me because all this stuff is happening right before I go to bed. So it's like, you know, go have some sweet dreams now. And it's a bad night for, look, I always tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm selfish, but I'm honest. It was a bad night for me because, A, I'm already a germaphobe. Brian, you can attest to it. Every single day I come in here, I basically hose down the, the room in Purell. It's like a, a silkwood shower. You always have your Lysol wipes. Always, The always. biggest hand sanitizer you in your You'll ever see. Your I got a big old tub of it. You have to. 
And I'm just trying to cut down on the regular. You know, I don't want to get laryngitis. You could sell that hand sanitizer for I, a I'm lot of money, about, too. I'm thinking about doing that. I might I might be selling a little shot you know, outside I, the building. Before you know, yesterday I got a keychain one, like a keychain one. Right. Those, one, those were two ninety nine in Brooklyn, the Is little it, ones. Right, the little tiny yeah, ones. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like you could use like six times and that's it. It's over. Well, look, But the it, one you have. Oh, it's a big old time. I might be taking that with me today. You know what I was thinking about? It. My wife said to me, my, and already, you know, the wife is going to be, uh, oh, do this, do that, go to, I'm going to be coming in here looking like Heisenberg during a cook. You know what I mean? I'm going to have the big suit on, the, the big respirator. So I'm already a germaphobe and I'm a hypochondriac. And that is a bad combination. So you see all these things on Twitter, on Facebook. Well, if you want to know if you have it, hold your breath for 10 seconds when you wake up. And if you don't cough, I don't even feel that. I don't have anything right now, but I'm already paranoid I'm going to get it. So it was a bad night. You know what is a good night for, though? Fantastic night for the rewatchable movies bracket. Because if things play out how it looks like things are going to be playing out, what are we going to be doing? We're not going to be watching sports. You're not going to be watching NBA games. Whether or not you're going to be watching any NCAA tournament games remains to be seen. Whether or not you're going to be watching any baseball, when that, I mean, it's a couple of weeks until we, we do the rundown every single day, right? This many days until Selection Sunday, this many days until uh, the, the opening of the season, this many days until the NFL draft. It's kind of hard to be able to predict that any of those things, as they were scheduled to take place, are going to take place in that way. Like, how can you be playing spring training games later today? Right. If you if if part of the virus is making sure you don't come in contact with people and this shouldn't even really be about the leagues, this should be about people doing this on their own. If you have tickets to a spring train, I don't know what a spring training game costs. I think I'd be willing to eat the cost there to make sure that I'm doing everything I can, every necessary step I can to make sure I avoid any potential contamination or any potential spreading of this disease. But it's not just spring training. No, the spring training, those obvious, you talk about non-essential. That's about as non-essential as you can get. But it's not just baseball. The Big East tournament is going to be going out of the garden in what, six and a half hours? It's kind of hard to believe that the regular inhabitants of Madison Square Garden, the Knicks, are canceling games, right? Postponing games for at least now, but they're eventually going to be canceled. They're not playing at all. But come on down to the Big East Tournament in a couple of... I mean, again, if you have tickets to it, I think I'd be willing to eat the the cost of the tickets and just watch it on TV. People should be taking those necessary steps. So it's kind of hard to know. There was a report from... um, Darren Drager at uh, NHL.com or NHL, is he NHL.com? That the NHL is not going to cancel games right now. But I'm guessing, right, like we get done with the show, Golik and Wingo go on, and then when we get done, we get out of here about 10 o'clock. I go home, take a nap. Brian, you take a nap in the course of the day. You wake up from that nap at 1, maybe 2 o'clock. I usually wake up at like 2 o'clock. I am assuming by the time I take my nap to when I wake up, there is going to be a slew of of tweets that I'm going to have to run through and see how the world has changed in between when I took the nap to when I woke up. Because the difference between an hour, basically an hour last night, right? Games canceled. Rudy Gobert has coronavirus. Season is suspended until further notice. 
and just the the way the story has kind of been escalated day in and day out. I, I'm I'm you know me. I I'm somebody who you know tries to keep a reasoned approach. I understand we're all going to get through this, and in the moment it kind of feels like the panic starts to set in. With the way that hour went last night, even me, Mister Cold Blackheart, who doesn't take anything seriously, did have to kind of sit back and well, whoa, the world has changed. They get into you. They create havoc. They're always in the right spot, and they don't pack the tack. A 23 to nothing run after Allen's injury. St. John's survives and advances to tomorrow at noon against the Creighton Blue Jays. Yeah, that's like the unofficial motto of March, survive and advance. It takes on like a, a little bit more serious tone considering all the things we're talking about today. There you go, your moment of inspiration, and God knows we need it, because uh, in terms of sports, I don't know what the other uh, moments of inspiration we're going to be getting here anytime soon, but St. John's, a 23 nothing run last night. They knock out Georgetown at the Big East Tournament at the Garden, and at least as far as we know right now, things are still on, which is kind of crazy to think about with as many things that happened last night. From the announcement of the cancellation of the game between the Jazz and Thunder, that Rudy Gobert diagnosed with coronavirus, and you'd have to assume with as as, um, contagious as the disease seems to be, and as everybody tells you it's going to, it is, the fact that he was at the arena interacting with people last night tells you that almost certainly more people are going, there's going to be more cases of it anyway. But it's going to be impacting people that he was sitting around, talking to, interacting with. So the NBA comes out with the announcement last night that the season is suspended. And the poll question, which is up for today on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is that um, how long do you think the NBA season is going to be suspended for? And considering it is a uh, an unprecedented situation, I guess that you really can't rule out any of the the possibilities. I think the one that I would rule out the most first would be a couple of weeks. It's kind of hard. And let's hope that that turns out to be the case, right? That in a couple of weeks, life is back to normal. And we've kind of, it seems kind of hard to believe with everything else going on in the world that that's going to be the case here, that in a couple of weeks, we're going to have NBA games to watch again. But what's even more kind of unfathomable is that we're going to have any sports to watch here in the next day or two. If Rudy Gobert, if there's one NBA player who already has it, it's kind of straight. I mean, there were already calls to shut down the NCAA tournament before yesterday. And now with this news and the announcement from the NBA, it feels like They're the ones, and they didn't really have a decision to make. When you have a player in the league diagnosed with it and is clearly spreading it to other people and just how infectious of a disease it is, it's going to spread between the people that he's interacting with. So you're going to have the professionals shut down, but at 12 o'clock this afternoon at the Garden, at Barclays, where's Rutgers playing? I know they play at noon. They play, is it in Indiana or something like that? They're going to be playing. All these games are going to be going on at noon when the story keeps progressing and progressing, not in like a, 
slow fashion where there's a day or two that goes by where there's nothing, no new developments. Every single day, last night, every single hour, there was a new development. So I think that you could rule out, in terms of the poll question, a couple of weeks. I, I hope that that's the case. And here's the thing. If it does turn out to be an overreaction, which some people still would like to make it out to be, I think it's justified in this case because of the unprecedented nature of uh, of what we're going through. I would rather at this point be proactive than reactive. Now, I think to a certain degree, I don't know necessarily that the NBA was proactive. I, again, I don't really think they had much of a choice to make when it's announced that a player within the league who's in the, a packed arena has the disease. But at least give them credit for not dragging their feet, which it seems like, at least right now, and who knows, over the course of the morning, maybe things will change, to simply say, hey, you know what, we're just going to play these games without anybody in the arena. Well, that's okay. That's a nice half step. But it is a half step, especially when you see that already one NBA player, you'd have to think with as contagious a disease as it is, somebody somewhere, even if you're playing in arenas, without anybody in them outside of the essential people, the players themselves. It seems kind of silly when you have this type of situation that you're still going to be playing the games. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. If I had a vote in the poll question, I would say probably June 1st because it just seems like as quickly as this is progressing, it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. And it just makes sense, right? A super infectious disease that we've really not been doing anything about up until the last couple of days here, yeah, it's going to continue to spread and the numbers are going to continue to grow. And the numbers aren't even that high yet. As of when the show started, I went on the CDC website, the documented cases in the country were only at 1,200, 1,250 or something like that. Clearly, those numbers are going to skyrocket here pretty soon. And um, I think that anybody or any sports league that is waiting to make an announcement to see how this kind of plays out, I think you'd be better off being proactive than reactive. And Major League Baseball is con- continually reactive. And you want to talk about the, the pointlessness of playing these games uh, for the Big East tournament or college basketball, the NCAA tournament. How meaningless are spring training games? Those should be shut down immediately. And partly for fans, right? Like fans shouldn't need that, but it's clear that people are going to have to be told, do not come here, do not congregate in large groups and be forced to do that. But also for the players themselves, because if already one player has it and how contagious of a disease it is, it's only a matter of time before more people get it and more people spread it. So what's going on? Not a whole lot, right? 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. It is the Gordon Damer Show. We take you up until 6 o'clock, at which time it is go like a wingo. And, of course, the guys are going to be all over everything that uh, transpired last night and everything that I'm sure is going to develop over the course of the morning. And in case you're just getting up, just getting rolling, just getting your car, and maybe went to bed early last night, crashed out early, well, last night was a night where there's been very few, if any, Nights like that, with first the announcement of the uh, cancellation of the uh, Thunder and Jazz game. People already at the arena, it seemed like game was ready, getting ready to tip, and all of a sudden there's this delay. Then an announcement that the game has been postponed. 
Not really sure why, although I think it seemed pretty clear something was going on in terms of the major story and what has been the major story here for the last week or two has been the coronavirus and how everybody has told you it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. And last night was one of those epic night, big night for Corona. No other way to put it, right? As Rudy Gobert diagnosed with uh, testing positive for the coronavirus. So not only was that game canceled, but the NBA shortly afterwards coming out and telling you that the NBA season is going to be suspended. And this all took place, I would say, with about an hour period. First, the cancellation of the game. Then it comes up on Twitter that Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, have been diagnosed with the disease. And then shortly afterwards, Rudy Gobert, yep, he's got it. And now the NBA season has been postponed. And Adrian Wojnarowski breaking all the news down on SportsCenter last night what this now means moving forward for the league in an unprecedented situation. Suspended right now means, um, I think at least through uh, that two-week quarantine period that um, the the Jazz, who have a player who's tested positive now in Gobert, and testing is going to be done with other players. The one thing you heard from uh, people in the league, even in the last 24, 48 hours before The events of tonight was what you were hearing in broader American society. There hadn't been uh, maybe as many people tested as needed to be tested, as wanted to be tested. Uh, Even Rudy Gobert, I was told, when they decided, the Jazz did, that he was going to get um, the coronavirus test. You don't, you know, it's not like the league sending you the kits or you have them. You have to go through a process with your state health board to get uh, the kit and and one thing that happened today, Neil, was Utah let Oklahoma City know right away that this possibility existed. He was Gobert was in Oklahoma City. He was tested in Oklahoma City, and they kept them abreast right up till game time because what Utah didn't want to happen was whether Rudy Gobert played or not tonight. They didn't want their players having any physical contact with Oklahoma City's players and putting any of them at the risk of exposure. And once that test was found to be positive, you saw how quickly those two teams, the league moved in uh, postponing, canceling uh, that game, and then and then the league moved to, to suspend the season. All right, so there's Adrian Wojnarowski on SportsCenter, and uh, it just kind of shows you that we have been everyone, and it's not to criticize, because up until – Everything went down. You know, when you have events like last night, they're clarifying moments, right? You have that moment of clarity where you realize the severity, even though it's been talked about, even though it's been discussed, even though it's been gone over and over and over. You need nights like last night to put it finally in perspective for everyone. And it's pretty clear that all the the steps that have been taken up until last night They've all been kind of half measures, right? Playing games in arenas without fans. Well, what about the people that are in the arena? What about the players involved in the game? What about the people that are broadcasting the game? What about the officials? And the All these people are interacting. So here you have a situation where even though there's not a great number of people that have been officially diagnosed in the country with having this disease, already one of a very select few people that play in the NBA is one of them. And he is then, because of the fact that the disease is just so contagious and, and how it's spread, he has almost certainly infected other people by the fact that the game was going on last night. Mark Cuban, 
You might not have seen the video as of yet, but the announcement came down during the game last night and during the games that are being played. And Mark Cuban had the reaction I think a lot of us had of just being completely shocked of how fast this thing has taken hold. I mean, I trust Adam. I mean, you know what? It's really not about basketball or money. I mean, literally, if if this thing is just exploding to the point where, you know, all of a sudden players and others have had it, you think about your family, you know, you want to really make sure you're doing this the right way, you know, because now it, it, it's much more personal. And you've seen what's happened in other countries, but just the whole idea that it's come this close and potentially a couple of players have it, um, just stunning isn't the right word. I mean, it's just crazy. All right, here's Cuban some more. This is much bigger than just the NBA. This, hopefully we'll get the season. You know, when, when we talk about getting the season back on track, that means all this got worked out, right, that – that maybe we, we understand more about it and it'll be you know less of an issue for the entire country, for the entire world. Um, so that's really what's most important. I mean, I walked over to my wife. It's like, do we send our, do we send our kids to school tomorrow? You know, is it that big? And again, you know, it's like out of a movie. It's, just, it's, just, it's not even real. Yeah, I think that's the sense that a lot of people have. It feels like it's something out of a movie, like a movie that we've seen, you know, Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman which does not look like it's on the uh, rewatchable movie bracket right now, but who knows? A couple more days, its Ken Palm rating might be uh, shooting through the roof. It's kind of tough to stick to sports when you have no sports to watch. And now, of course, with the news of the NBA postponing their season and almost certainly going to be canceling games here before too long, right? Like, if, if the bare minimum is postponing the games during the quarantine period of a couple of weeks, you have to assume... It's going to be even longer than that because Rudy Gobert, if he's say he's the only player in the league who had who will be diagnosed or who had it at that point, he's interacting with people, so their quarantine session is going to to start now, and who knows how long that will take. So I think uh, in terms of the poll question, which is up for today, uh, how long do you think the su- the suspension of the NBA season will be? couple of weeks to me is is should be ruled out already at least a month i think that there's going to be i think that even still people are discounting how serious the situation it is in terms of the spreading of it like you can't have large groups of people and i don't know why you would want to be around large groups of people now maybe part of that is that i'm just a hypochondriac as well as a germaphobe but it seems crazy to me like, I kind of agree with Mark Cuban. I don't even know if I should be sending my kids to school today. I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. They'll be thrilled. They'll, my son will be faking a cough like I used to do back in the day. He's, he's the faker of the group. Everything's dramatic before school. Then once school's over, whatever illness he pretended to have in the morning, it's miraculously gone by 3 o'clock. But I do think you have to kind of, in this situation, which is we've never kind of gone through it before, and it does feel like something out of a movie script, I think that it's better to be proactive and, and get a jump on this. And then in a couple of weeks, if it does turn out to be an overreaction, you can look back and say, you know what? Criticize us all we want, but given how serious the situation seemed in the moment, we feel better about taking the course of action we did rather than having regrets. There's nothing worse than living your life with regrets. And if baseball or college basketball, they decide to to play these games, and even if it's not on a large scale, if it leads to the the virus spreading even more than it already is set to do, I I don't know how you kind of live with yourself realizing just how 
I mean, we all love sports. We all want it to be there. We're all desperate to have it. But just in the greater scheme of things, how pointless it kind of is given the situation that we have. All right, that's going to do it for today. Vote on the poll question. We will hopefully see you tomorrow at 5. We'll find out then. See ya. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.